The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Well, hello there, dearie. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hogan Duggan. Hi, Bulldog. How are you? I am doing well, dearie. Thank you. And let's not forget <laughs> Kyle the Coach Duggan. I miss Stoutfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, folks. Well, it is draft week. We are in it. Two days. We're now, I'm Dose this is days finally away. when I, I actually get excited for <laughs> yeah, the It draft. finally happened. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's finally switched over. It is. It is very exciting, folks. We are days away now from the draft, and uh, it is. God, there's so many picks and so many, so many, so many possibilities. Um, but we've got other stuff to talk about here as well as a fan focus. We've got a bolt insight and ask bolt fam. It's going to be a heavy episode. Because we want to unload everything before we get to Thursday. We want to yeah. go in clean and cleansed clean and not backed up in any way, shape, or form. We're going to spring so, clean this bitch. We're going to get all right. cleaned out, ready to go to talk about new this players. This is a podcast colonoscopy. That's, that's right, that. baby. <laughs> we're going to blow it out. <laughs> you got to make an appointment, and it's not the most fun, but we're all going to do it together, guys. We're you all in this it. together. Just yeah, hold yeah. my hand, gang. Um, all right. Bite well, down. <laughs> Bite down on this. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take this in order. Order. Uh, those that saw on Twitter, our very own Bolt Chat coach officiated a wedding as he said that he would and he followed through, folks. He, he didn't back out last minute. He was there. <laughs> and what a great looking well, Yes, the snappy the wedding. Snappies. Yes, congratulations. congratulations snappies. Ah, yeah. uh, what a what a great looking wedding, too. It was like on the beach, right? Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really, really cool. I shout out to Rivers Lake. If you haven't gone and checked out Senior Snappy's website. Oh yeah, um, RiversLake.org. They, he does a lot of cool stuff. He puts up some like they have some people writing for Absolutely. him. Absolutely, they, they have a store, all that stuff. Go check them out. Um, but yeah, the snappy wedding was was so much fun. It was so laid back. Um, it was just on the beach. They had like 30, 40 of their their closest friends. There was towels down on the sand. <laughs> we stood up there with his Bluetooth speaker and 
and we got the job done. I yeah, it was, it. it was it was a lot, a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. I love that they had a picture of them wearing their, uh, you know, 22, the 22 jerseys. 2022. So cool. I love it, dude. That's so cool. He tossed that on instantly. Uh, Senor <laughs> also brought his like captain's hat. He didn't wear that during the, the ceremony, yeah. but he did toss it on immediately following. <laughs> yeah. He felt naked probably without it. He is yeah, the captain. Yeah. Not complete without yeah. his captain's hat. So. Yeah. Congrats, yeah. guys. Yeah, great, great photos and what a great turnout. And it just looked like a great time. So, yeah, it was a really, really fun wedding. Um, more congratulations to spread around uh, came out. The Senior Bowl Hall of Fame was honored to be adding these five all time greats into the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. Excited to bring them back to where their NFL journeys began. Mobile, Alabama, Alabama. Congratulations to the class of 2022, Dak Prescott, Kevin Falk, Patrick Willis, Creed Humphrey, Von Miller, and our very own Philip motherfucking Rivers, baby. Philip freaking Rivers. <laughs> so yes. proud of you, Phil. Good work. Oh, man. I mean. Although, if Creed Humphrey is already on there, how is Justin Herbert not he on there? He had a good season, but I don't know if it was that good. <laughs> he <laughs> was it. It, it was best. It was yeah. best. First two seasons, I'm just saying. Yeah, this doesn't really give a lot of credence to the uh, level. I know, it kind of takes away from the recognition, I think. Yeah, the creed kind of lowered. It's like the Vaughn Miller, Phillip Rivers, Patrick Willis, totally get it. Right. But then like Dak Prescott and Creed Humphrey, like... I see Dak. Dak's a... I see that. Makes sense. Dak's not even done, though. He's like at the beginning of his career. Yeah. It's not Hall of Fame recognition worthy. There's only a couple guys that are actually not playing anymore on this list, but hey. Awards and awards. Hey. We'll take it. <laughs> awards are awards. Right. Philip deserves all the recognition that he could possibly yeah. stack them up, Phil. More jackets to come, big man. Uh, let's see. Rivers played for the North Squad at the Senior Bowl, where he was coached by Marty Schottenheimer. Rest in peace, Marty. Uh, the the then head coach for the San Diego Chargers. Uh, prior to being selected in the first round of the 2004 draft, Rivers started a then NCAA record 51 consecutive wow. games for North Carolina State. His 13,484 passing yards were good for second in NCAA history. He was the ACC's Male Athlete of the Year and the 2003 ACC Player of the Year. His number 17 jersey was immediately retired following his final season with the program. You hear that, Chargers? He's a legend. It's about time that you retire number 17 at the uh, Chargers Let's organization go. as well. Get on it. He's got to retire first, though. Yeah. He does. He's, his, the guy's not done. His streak's still going. I don't think he hasn't yeah. missed a game in a while. If he's playing, yeah. he's playing. So yeah. if he's on a roster, he's playing. I think he's still hoping for a roster spot. Well, we'll see. That's a good <laughs> sign. If you look <laughs> at that, like the amount of college football he played in a row, like that yeah. was just meant to be for him in the pros. So I'm. Mm-hmm. He's just such a tough dude. I'm so happy for him. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, as we mentioned, folks, the draft is upon us, and the Chargers are ready to celebrate in style. Uh, the draft party RSVPs that are going to be there in attendance for Draft Fest, the one and only Justin Herbert, J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, Keenan Allen, Chris Rumpf, Gerald Everett, and <laughs> Snoop. Oh boy. Wow. Awesome. What a, yeah, just toss Snoop Dogg in there. I love it. Dude, they're yeah. gonna do this at SoFi. Like they're oh, yeah. gonna have the full blown party at SoFi. Because I know it was on the pier the other a year yeah, or yeah, so yeah. ago, which right. was a really cool in idea. Monica, but yeah. they're like confident, like, you know what? We're gonna we might fill this bad boy up. Let's go. Makes me wonder where the Rams are gonna be doing it then if 
Chargers are going to be at SoFi. Are the Rams at like a bar down the street? Like, I think they <laughs> their picks a long time ago. I don't think they're yeah, draft picks. They don't have any all. draft picks. I don't think <laughs> no, that draft fest is. No, nothing to celebrate. They're not Definitely not shit. Thursday night. They no. got nothing going Thursday night. It's going to be awesome. crickets. They can uh, enjoy their rings for a day. That's, that's all they got on uh, yeah. Thursday. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Chargers deserve the, the party. Um, I, I'm. Number one, I'm looking forward to the draft. Number two, I'm looking forward to seeing some pictures of all this event going down. Because, oh, yeah. right. because I mean, we're not going, right? Yeah, none of us I will wish. be. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday, no, I wish Thursday to night go. Is yeah, just, it's, yeah I, I can't swing that right now. Yeah, Kyle's the closest one, and uh, he can't make that happen. So uh, yeah. if you are going to Draft Fest, please show us the pics, man. Senior Snappy, Snappy is going. Is we he? Yeah. He yeah. said he's going, yeah. Awesome. Good. Good. Yeah. Anybody else that's going, let us know. Send us pictures because I want to see it. I just want to live vicariously through your social media. Yeah, yeah. please. So it's not so that much. Yeah. Give us what we want, please. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to get intense. Um, Pay it forward. Pay it forward, please. Uh, so looking at the Chargers draft as it stands right now, we have 10 picks. We had 11, but we traded one away for our good old Khalil Mack, which was draft oh, pick well spent. Okay with yeah. me. Um, so yeah, ten picks. Uh, the wow, first... I still can't believe Khalil Mack is on the Chargers. I'm I sorry. Do, it really isn't going to set in until you see it. Like until yeah, you see yeah, him yeah, out there, it really just isn't going to set in. And same with JC mm-hmm. Jackson. Like the fact that JC Jackson's on the team as well is just like, yeah. it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be real until we see it. But uh, ten picks to look forward to. As it stands right now, only one on Thursday. But uh, again, we don't special know special number what that's going to be. Yeah, and it is a special number. Mm. Did you guys see that video that the Chargers social media did where they went to like a um a fortune teller? Oh did you see God. that video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy yes. shit, they are so funny. Like that is the that coolest, funniest funny. concept. I love yeah. that so much. If you haven't seen it, go find it on social media. It is so go good. find it. It is and <laughs> what was funny to me was like I'm looking at the comments and everybody's going like, oh my God, the Chargers are relying on fortune tellers now to freaking pick their picks in the <laughs> draft. It's the like, point. <laughs> yeah, like just yeah. right over their head. Like it's hilarious. It is fun. Just have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop naysaying and Be have positive. some fun. Be positive. It's a clever way to put out all the names that have been associated with us yeah. in like a, Almost like a, we don't know who we're going to pick. Exactly. The fortune teller doesn't know. Yeah, who even we're the fortune pick. teller was like, it could be this, it could be that. But we do yeah. know that other teams will be in fear after our picks. She did say mm. that. So I don't necessarily believe and we in all will that, be excited. I we'll like what she had it. to say. I like, yeah, I like the positive mindset. Yeah, that's Amen. right. It's, it's, she's the shamelessly positive fortune teller. So <laughs> get on it, everybody. Yeah. Um, and then today, uh, they, uh, the day that we're recording this, obviously this is coming out on Tuesday, but the day that we're recording this, they came out with a Telesco's pre-draft press conference and it's a great press conference. They asked him a lot of interesting questions. Obviously he's Ninja Tommy, so he keeps a lot of it pretty close to the chest. But, uh, when asked about trading up versus trading down, uh, he said, we're always open to it. You would have to go back, uh, pretty far to get a two. Uh, referring to the second round, it's certainly something you have to look at. We are going into the draft with the first round pick, then a big gap when we get to the third. I've spent a lot of time going through scenarios and preparation in as far as what can happen going up or down. Going up this year without having a second year pick, I don't know if that's really realistic. Don't think we'll have to anyways, but going back certainly is an option uh, every year. It would certainly be an option this year. 
A lot of it comes down to who's on the board at that point, how far back you want to go, how many players you have left at that spot. But there are a lot of benefits moving down. You kind of have to weigh that versus who's there. Yeah, we're not, they're not going to have any pre draft uh, arrangements with other teams. It's going to be like the 16th right. pick is up. Hey, Chargers getting a call. Like yeah. that's where it'll be, depending exactly. on how the board falls. Yeah. It, it, versus who's there versus, you know, uh, oh man, I just had a brain fart. It's versus who's there, what your needs are, and, and what kind of, uh, you know, what the offer really is. Like, is it a reasonable offer or is it going to be something that's just like, well, that's, nothing that really doesn't benefit us in any way say perform you know but even even if you like move back move back five or six spots and pick up another third that's that's big time like third round oh picks sure yeah, be, yeah yeah we do a lot of good work one, in the third so. round picks a lot of our third round picks are some of our best players on this roster right now mm-hmm. so, yeah and i i just think that this the uncertainty of who we're going to draft is because there's no one single standout at 17 Mm-mm. you know there's not like a this guy it will be a steal like he should fall, take him right away because it's going to help your team right away. There's just, there's none of that right now. Mm-mm. So, um, if unless somebody crazy falls or something unexpected happens, I could see a move back very realistic. Yeah. <clears throat> the, during the interview, it was funny. He was like, Yeah, I hope, I hope four quarterbacks go within the first 15 picks because yeah. that just means that the More players guys. that we need are going to, are going to drop right. a little bit further. So, because we don't um, need quarterbacks. That is the Keep one them. position that we do not need. We have Chase Daniel. We've got Easton <laughs> Stick, motherfucker. <laughs> um, so yeah, go check it out. It, it's a it's a good interview, and uh, you know, gives a little bit more insight into the drafting process, especially for a lot of us that do mock drafts. Yeah. It's just like, well, it'd be so yeah, easy. And, just trade back, and you get a thousand picks. Like, no, right, that's not really right. how it works. Like. It, he did answer too. I got a lot of heat for the Trevor Penning draft, um, our mock draft, which of course, well, because it's because there's a lot of people. Ridiculous. That are, there's a lot of people that are just talking shit about him constantly, and right. you know, one yeah. of our boys, we the experience, um, definitely yep. talks shit about him. So it is what it is, but he's still a great player. So right, yeah, and 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 I think that uh, Tommy T gave a great like bigger scope to looking at potential prospects. Right, you're not just looking at what he can do right now as how he's going to be as an NFL player. Right, he gave a, a really cool explanation of like, look, yeah, we want them to be good college football players because then they come to us and hopefully our coaching staff can make them better. But I, I want them to be have the intangibles, the work ethic, the size, the speed, right. the stuff the that we can't coach well. them in. Yeah, the immeasurables, and then we can then go in and get our guys hands on them and turn them into what we think that they could become. I'm, right. we're, we're projecting these guys. We're not drafting them day one as a NFL Hall of Famer. We're projecting right. this guy's going to be a stud. Right. It was kind know? of so, funny how he said, we have coaches. Like if they're right. not fully yeah. techniqued up, we have yeah, coaches yeah. for that. Right. Yeah, you can fit, you can you can help technique. And I get it in the first round. You hope to have a guy that's ga- like play gameplay ready. And I, exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's a balance there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... <clears throat> It's just, there's just no clear answers who's going to be there at 17. And there's no clear direction for where we need to go. Right. So let's all just take one of those pills that chill you out (laughs) and just enjoy the draft because nobody knows how it's going to go in five, in a year from now, which guy was the right guy. It's just the one thing I will come together. One thing I will say about this is just the mindset. (laughs) Come together right now. Uh, The one thing I will say about the mindset right now is like if, if you're getting worked up about a guy that you don't want, 
I've learned this lesson before. You're setting your. <laughs> I've learned this lesson before. If you are so yeah. like f- pinning, no way, not right. on my yeah. offensive line, yeah. and they draft pinning, you're gonna be pissed off for a while. And you oh, just yes. did that, even to if your, he's good. You yeah. just did that yeah. to yourself, and then yep. then yeah. it's the you know the having to come back and get back on board with it. If you want to see how it happens, <laughs> you can go back and look at a couple drafts ago. It's real. The last two. The last two in a really? row, I've done it. Right. So this Since year, we've been a podcast. This is yeah. my th- special year where I'm not going to get fully invested and get all third, pissed off when we dress the charm, Kev. Yeah. So, little advice from somebody that's done it before. If it's yes. pinning and you hate him, just don't hate him yet because it's it's okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It, you're, it's for your health, folks. We're looking yeah. for you. <laughs> we're here for the long run. We're not trying to, we're not sprinting out of this charger gate. We're going to try to go on the nice long uh, power walk through the mall with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just take those chill pills. And uh, while you're picking up chill pills, you can go on over to chargerchat.com and nice. uh, check out all nice. the sweet stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers, and a member section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right. Well, now it is time for the next segment. It is Fan Focus, and I've heard that this is this might be a pretty special one. So let's, let's take it on over to Fan Focus. All right, guys. We are back with another Fan Focus, and we are super pumped to meet Melanie from Oxnard. What is going on, Melanie? Hey, good. Awesome. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad you had time to come chat with us. And, you know, we interact a lot on, on social media. So I'm really yeah, ex- excited yeah. for this. I am too. Super pumped for so sure. So let's kick it off. You know, I want to find out how you became a Charger fan. Sure. So my husband's from San Diego and a big Chargers fan. And I think I just got it from that. You know, I, I'm not even going to say who I was rooting for um, before that. But um, so my husband's like, yeah, you got to be a Chargers fan, you know, for this to work. So, yeah, became a Chargers fan. But now that, you know, Chargers moved to L.A., I'm a more more of a Chargers fan and, uh, than he is. So don't wow. try to him back. Yeah. Wow, he definitely set some groundwork before the marriage, huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He's the reason why I'm a fanatic, for sure. Well, we appreciate him because that's awesome <laughs> that, that he was able to accomplish that. I wish I could pull that off with my wife. Uh-uh, ain't happening. Oh, so so I'm, glad for, I'm glad you're a Charger fan. So, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about... Um, you have some plans for the draft coming up, right? I, I, yeah. So yeah. what are you doing? What, what's, the, what's the plan for draft night? So the plan is to go to SoFi Stadium and watch uh, Draft Fest. So super excited about that. So we're already planning on what time we're going to leave here because it's about an hour and a half away from SoFi. Um, so let's see how that goes. But it's really exciting because it's the first time that they're going to have it at SoFi. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to see like what's how's that going to be and. You know, I, I don't know who we're going to draft. That's been, you know, I, I listened to your guys' mock draft last year. Yeah, we don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. It'll be a surprise, but it'll be it'll be a fun experience either way. It'll be cool. Like the idea of having a draft party in SoFi with so many Charger fans and like Snoop Dogg's going to be there and like yeah. Justin's going to be there. What Dude, a great way to do it. I am just hoping that I can see Justin Herbert and I'm going to wear my Justin Herbert jersey and get a hopefully a signature, but you know, that's pipe dream right there. So we'll see, I'll see love how, it. how it goes. Just got to get down there, get down to the front as quick as you can. 
Um, I that'll, I'm pulling for you. I hope that works out. Um, I, I'll we, send you pictures for sure. Oh, please. We'll post them all, all over the place. Um, but, but yeah, so that'll, that'll be super fun. And it, you know, it's an exciting, you know, we're two days away from the draft when this yeah. is coming out and our team's going to be different. Like, what are you kind of hoping the chargers kind of do? I feel like we already addressed a lot of the defensive part of it. You know, with Mac joining the team, it's going to be phenomenal. I'm yeah. so excited to see how that would be. I keep on hearing right tackle is what we need. And I think that that's where we should focus a little bit on because um, we need to protect our quarterback. We kind of got, you know, messed around a little bit on our last game with the Raiders. So I um, wanted to make sure that he can do what he can um, to get us to Super Bowl this year, hopefully. I know. It would be so amazing. And then that's the thing. I just want a good offensive lineman. You, you can count on them. Get them early. You can count them on. They're, they're reliable. And that that you look at this team, you look at why everyone's so excited about this team. It's Justin Herbert and what he's capable of. So let's protect, yeah. let's protect him. I know. I feel like that's what we really need to do. Obviously, he can't be on the field all the time if defense is not taken care of. And I am so excited to see what our defense is. And, you know, our division is already super hard with everybody that got added. But, you know, I still think that we we got this. We got it. Okay, so I was thinking, it's like, man, when was the last time that we went to the Super Bowl, right? So I went to... Um, to um ebay and got like the you know the oh the t-shirt did you get a t-shirt yeah i got afc west champs um super bowl bound and you know hopefully that's a good luck for us this year yeah it's ah, fingers crossed i'm really hoping something like that happens um well that that's a great memory let's go out go out on this like what has been your your best chargers memory um, up to this point. Um, well, my first Chargers game was at Qualcomm. It was against Chiefs. So I met with college friends over there and, you know, we did the whole, you know, partying in the parking lot. So that one was really, really cool. I wish it would have been a different turnout because we lost that game. Um, but I remember crying as I walked into Qualcomm Stadium because I know that that probably would be my last time over there. And um, and then my first time at SoFi Stadium against the Vikings this year, it was just what it was amazing. And again, another loss, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. But I did go to the New York Giants game. Um, that's that was, Oh, like, you had the before the halftime yes. throw. Oh, sweet. You know, I was actually at the bar, I think, during that time. So I was in the lower level. And then I was able to see that whole pass, like up close. It was it was really sweet. So that wow. was I think my new favorite one. But you know, there'll be more, I'm sure. So um this coming season. So yeah. That that's a good one. That one's I watch I try and watch that play at least once a day to keep me excited for the oh, season during the offseason. So not be though. How can you not be excited about that? And it's just I don't know. It it was really it was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was really cool meeting you, Melanie. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on and chat. Yeah, until next time. Till next time. We will uh, we'll definitely talk to you soon. And let's stay in contact. And we'd love to meet up with you at a game. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Damn, Melanie. Like, that is something to be pretty damn proud of. Like, to, to go into a relationship and the guy says, hey, 
If you want this to work out, you got to be a Chargers fan. And then to be like, all right. Embrace it. All right, and then man. go over the top yeah. on him. You want me to be a be Charger a super fan? fan? I'm going to be the biggest I'm Charger gonna... fan you've ever <laughs> I'm gonna seen. I'm going to fuck you up with this fandom right now. <laughs> I'm going to be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to slap you with my fandom. It's going to hurt you. You're going to feel it. I'll show you Charger fan. That is. <laughs> Love it. That so is much. dedication, Melanie. That is yeah. awesome. Thank you for, for and sitting enjoy, down. Enjoy the fan fest too. Not the, sorry, the draft yeah. fest. Uh, yes. That's going to be a blast. And that'll be really fun. Signed. I hope so too. Yeah. This is like, uh, we're, we're coming out of that time of, not being able to really interact with players in any right. way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah, the players had an excuse. Well, the players had an excuse not to, yeah. right? Well, that's what it was. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, you got either a little football, you know, maybe with the signature on it, if you were at one of the little footballs, or or nothing. Like that was it, or you had to like buy it. So now we're yeah. getting back into that time where you can start to try to get some legit signatures at games and stuff. So mm-hmm. we're rooting for you, Melanie. I hope you get it. But uh, we'll get them. But thank you for sitting down with Kevin, chatting with him on uh, everything Charger related. And now it is time to go on to the next segment, Bolt Insight. Who do we have? Let's find out. They're guilty of something. Oh. So the clock starts, yo, it's mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Well, come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have Stephen Hagelin from the Guiltiest Charge podcast. What is going on, my friend? Not much, man. Uh, you know, we're 10 days out of the draft, according, you know, as of recording this. So really excited to, you know, get to the end of this process, man. It's been a long, it's always a long road, but, but uh, really excited to, to talk some ball tonight with you guys. Yeah, and we're pumped, you know, and we we have no problem saying that we are not the featured podcast for the draft analysis and getting ready for those guys. You guys do a hell of a lot better job than we do with that. So I was like, dude, it's it's draft week. We got it. We got to get Steven on and talk about who we could get, what he's thinking. So let's let's just kick it off with that right, you know, right off the bat. You know, this is a very interesting draft for us because we're not. It, previous years, we need a quarterback. We need a tackle. Yeah. We need a lot of these things. It's very clear as like a you know passing fan to see what we need. This year's a little different. What are, what are your thoughts on kind of you know what we should be looking for in those early rounds? Yeah, you know Brandon Staley has said you know a few times that they they truly believe that they can take the best player available and uh, you know kind of figure out the rest later on. And so I know. A lot of fans are obviously pointing towards the hole at right tackle. And, you know, I totally get that, uh, you know, after watching Storm Norton get destroyed by Max Crosby, you know, being there in person definitely leaves that definitely leaves an impression yeah. on you. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this team truly believes that they have players who can be flexible along the offensive line, whether that's a Matt Filer or Brennan Hymas, who they drafted last year. Um, Daniel Popper still seems to think that Ode Abuji could return after the draft at some point. So I think this team feels like they don't have to force a right tackle selection. And I know um, a lot of people out there like Trevor Penning, the tackle from Northern Iowa. I do not share those beliefs. I have a lot of concerns there. To me, he's more of a developmental project that's going to take a couple years to really develop. So I think at this point, the Chargers believe themselves to be in win-now mode around Justin Herbert. And so they in my opinion, she'll go after a more instant impact, you know, hit the ground running kind of player, even if it's not necessarily at a truly uh, position of need like right tackle. So 
Uh, if you look at me on Twitter, you'll see I'm a big Zion Johnson fan. He's the guard from Boston College. I think you could slide him in, kick Matt Filer to right tackle, and truly just get the best five players out there. So Zion's somebody that I'm truly very high on for the Chargers. And I think, you know, Trent McDuffie, the defensive back from Washington, is another guy that has a lot of fans out there. And I think, you know, sliding him in, you know, potentially at safety as that safety three, play in the slot, play outside. Uh, so those two players, I think, really are the realistic options that I would be in favor of. And then uh, really the big one, man, is Jameson Williams from Alabama, the receiver that can just make any game go boom. I think he's an absolute game wrecker, be a Deshaun Jackson type of player for this offense and really take it to the next level. So that's potentially a, a bit of a pipe dream. You know, we're hearing um, maybe top 10 for him, kind of depending how the board falls. Uh, but in terms of realistic options, like I said, Zion Johnson, Trent McDuffie are, are atop my personal list. Well, and I'm curious too, because, you know, during the season, the big thing we were always dealing with was like this run defense, man. Run defense, yeah. run defense, run yeah. defense. Everyone was talking about. And then this guy from Georgia, Jordan Davis, was really hot. People really high on him, you know, during the college season, during the season. And then things have kind of tempered. They've kind of like people aren't as excited about him. I'm still very excited about him. I think he's a unique <laughs> yeah. player that could be an immediate help on this defensive line. Do you think what we've done in the um, you know, the offseason in terms of like free agency is enough? Or do you think that could be a good fit in the first round if he if he's available? I would certainly understand the logic there of taking him, right? Like you 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 do the equivalent of what they did last year with the offensive line if you take Jordan Davis. So you have Sebastian Joseph Day, who is your maybe Corey Lindsley, if you will. I, obviously, Sebastian Joseph Day is not an elite player like Corey Lindsley, but you know he's your big ticket offseason addition financially. Austin Johnson is your Matt Filer. Then Jordan Davis would be your Rashawn Slater. Then you take a true weakness, you make it a strength. So I would understand that logic if the Chargers went that route. I mean, the man is truly a one-of-one one freakazoid monster, human being <laughs> yeah, monster, right? Yeah. I think, again, I think it's just about the amount of risk that is there because he played around two six, uh, around 360, reportedly had a bunch of issues maintaining that weight and playing at a, a serviceable weight at college, which is why he didn't really pop at Georgia until his senior season. Um, and then you have just kind of the lack of a pass rush is really kind of a big thing. And I know, obviously, the run defense is a big concern. But to me, I think if you're looking at a first-round defensive tackle, he has to be elite in against the run and against the pass. So he's been compared a lot to Vita Vea, uh, who played at Washington, obviously currently plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Vita Vea had 38 pressures and eight sacks as a, as a junior at Washington. He was elite against the pass and against the run. And Jordan Davis this past season, I think, had 14 total pressures and three sacks. So I think he's a freakazoid human being. I just don't think we've seen enough production and enough elite tape to really kind of justify taking him at 17. That's just my thoughts. But again, I would totally understand the thought process there of making a former weakness, one of your strengths of your football team, getting Davis, Sebastian Joseph Day, and Austin Johnson all together, and Brain Fajoko, who we all really like as well. Love that guy so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's an exciting year. You can't really put your finger on who they're going to go after. You know, yeah. Telesco, he could do anything. You know, you could trade back. You could get your second round back. You could do a lot of different things. So um, let's talk a little bit about 
the off season and and picking up like sure. the craziness that was the Chargers off season with Khalil Mack, JC Jackson, like some of these guys that as Charger fans, you know, year in, year out, you're like, oh, these guys are available. We're definitely not getting that guy. That's just like <laughs> that. That's the mentality of a Charger fan. Yeah. Like, we're, that's not ours. That's We don't spend money. That's not what we do. We did it this year. Why the change in philosophy? Why, you know, and thoughts on getting those, those guys on the team? Yeah, well, I'll start with J.C. Jackson because I honestly never thought that he was going to be on the Chargers. I never thought that he was going to be anywhere but New England. Yeah. You know, I think everything you hear about the Patriots system is that it's so reliant on having a true number one corner. And then they kind of figure out the rest, you know, with, you know, moving pieces, you know, hybrid safeties and hybrid linebackers and everything like that. But you need that true shutdown corner. And so, I mean, JC Jackson having 23 interceptions across his first three seasons to me, that's a cornerback one, man. Like I never thought that he was going to leave new England. Um, So I think his market definitely played a hand in him landing with the chargers. I mean, we just saw, Denzel Ward today getting a five-year, $100 million deal. So crazy, you know, for whatever reason, you know, JC Jackson did not have a great market and obviously the chargers were the beneficiary of that, but I think he just does so much for this team. And, you know, Derwin James at points last year was serving as, you know, a quote unquote CB one, if you will, trying to, you know, play the run and play deep safety. And also, Hey, I need you to go match up with Darren Waller on this play and go yeah. get an interception or go match up with Travis Kelsey on this play. We saw him cover CD lamb against the Cowboys. And so Derwin was just spread so thin last year. And JC Jackson is going to be able to, you know, take on that number one cornerback load that this team desperately needed. So I'm very excited about him. I don't think we'll see him get eight interceptions like last year, but you know, just the pure coverage ability and ability to change the math that the Chargers will get because of J.C. Jackson. I just can't wait to see how that unfolds. Yeah, it's exciting. It's crazy. He was an undrafted guy. I don't know what they're doing over yeah. there in New England. Like, that's just the crazy that, you know, and New England's done that year in, year out. They kind of find crazy guys in the draft. Like, most of the time they draft and you're like, wait, who did you pick? Like, who is this guy? <laughs> you know, so random names. Um, so I'm glad that he he's a Charger. And then Khalil yeah. Mack. You know, the the big story is Staley getting his guy who, you know, if you saw that video where he said uh, Cleo Mack's name like 75 <laughs> times during his presser or whatever it was, it was something yeah. ridiculous. Thoughts on adding Cleo Mack to pair with Joey Bosa and just go after these quarterbacks. Yeah, not just Brandon Staley mentioning him, but, you know, I thought it was really interesting in that same video. Um, I can't remember if it was Dean or, or John Spanos, one of the Spanos guys was like, hey, when we talked to Brandon Staley about like what kind of players do you need for this defense? And, and that was obviously, you know, Brandon Staley mentioned Khalil Mack again. And so this team, like they're catering to Brandon Staley, man, which is really great to see. I think Tom Telesco has generally always done a pretty good job of collaborating with his head coaches. I mean, we've seen that with the Kenneth Murray picks and the Joshua Kelly picks and sure. things like that. Uh, obviously hasn't worked out super well for those other coaches, but um, you know, they're going to let Brandon Staley have his input on everything. And, you know, him going out and getting his guy, Cleo Mack, is is just going to be so much fun. And um, he did an interview with Chris Harry on CBS. And the way that he talked about Cleo Mack was really interesting to me because I think a lot of people on the outside in terms of like national media were like, okay, like the Chargers are going to take Cleo Mack and they're going to allow the other players on their team kind of bring the best out in Khalil. But what Brandon Staley was saying is that, no, 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 Khalil Mack is here to get the best out of everybody else. And Brandon Staley clearly still thinks that Khalil Mack is an elite player and has so much more to give to this game and obviously to the team. So uh, you want to talk about 
the best case scenario for a player. Like Joe Bosa is not getting double teamed anymore, man. Like no. you, you can't do it when you, when you have Khalil Mack opposite of him. I mean, no shade to a Cheno and Wosu, I think is a really solid player, but you know, this is just so good to see again, very similar with JC Jackson and Derwin James. Like now Khalil Mack is going to allow Joey Bosa to have all these one-on-one matchups and play the run and play the pass. And so I just can't wait to see it, man. And, and Khalil Mack's a great run defender. You know, people kind of tend to forget that aspect of it. But Khalil Mack had uh, the highest run stop percentage among any edge rusher in 2019 and 2020. So he's a beast against the run, just like he is against the pass. And he's going to do wonders for Joey Bosa. And I think both of them legitimately could be defensive player of the year candidates at the end of the year. It's crazy. And the idea that, like, you know, our defense has always been like pick your poison. Like you, we have one strong line of defense, you know, wherever it is, and you attack something else. This is just a poison-filled defense for these other <laughs> offenses. I like that. You know, you're just like, what are you going to pick? You can't pick anything. You're just going to have to take it and try and survive. So it's uh, it's an exciting year. And let's get you out of here on this. The draft's here. Who's the number? What is Stevens' number one pick? Who are they calling on uh, Thursday night? So I, what I think is going to happen and what I want to happen are very different because I think all signs are painting, pointing towards Trevor Penning being the selection unless there truly is, you know, like a, a fall for a Jordan Davis or a, a Jamison Williams kind of player. Um, you know, I think Trevor Penning is the most likely player to be on the board at that point. And, you know, he, he does fill a very valuable position of need. So I think we're looking at Trevor Penning. I really hope it's Zion Johnson, man. I think Zion Johnson is just such a good player and he's safe and I think he has a very high ceiling as well and like I think Matt Feiler and Ode Bougie are really good players but I don't have any doubt in my mind that Zion Johnson would come in and upgrade uh, one of those two guard spots be a franchise cornerstone player develop alongside Rashawn Slater for the next 10 years and, and protect Justin Herbert create running lanes for Austin Eckler and whoever else you know is carrying the ball for them down the road and I think he just kind of fits the the culture of what the Chargers are trying to build. You know, he went on Good Morning Football uh, last week and was talking about him building computers and having a master's degree in cybersecurity. And, wow. you know, he was a former high school golf state champion and, and under-recruited and had to transfer to, to Boston College. I think he just really fits the culture. And he's also a really freaking good football player. Um, you know, background-wise, he does have a very similar athletic profile to... Cesar Ruiz, who the uh, Saints took a couple of years ago. Um, so very similar athletic profile. And obviously the, the Chargers offensive line coach, Joe Lombardi, come from that Saints tree. So I think there are a lot of uh, dots that could be connected to Zion Johnson. I just don't know if the Chargers would value the guard position Definitely. as much as yeah. saying taking a right tackle or taking a corner like Trent McDuffie or, you know, adding that freakazoid like Jordan Davis in there. So I think it'll be Trevor Penning, maybe Jordan Davis second. But, man, I really want Zion Johnson on this team. I love it. It's all about the beef, man. It's the first round <laughs> of the beef, either offensive line or defensive line. Yeah. Either way, I'll be a happy man. Like, get, yeah. let's get some mean mean men up there. So yeah. um, we appreciate you, Steven. And, uh, yeah, tell, tell everybody that listens to us um, how to check out your stuff over at Guilty as Charged. Yeah, so we do uh, two episodes a week, and then we are also uh, we hired a social media intern to uh, get us going on TikTok and Instagram a little nice. bit more. Uh, so we are at GAC Podcast Seventeen across all social media platforms. 
uh really active mostly on twitter that's kind of my jam yeah uh but you can check us out on youtube and any podcast platform of your choice as well right on man well hey hopefully we can uh catch each other in thunder alley this year and uh throw one back and go watch a whole bunch of charger wins yeah hopefully man i think i do think this is gonna be a really special season and i can't wait to see how it unfolds i'm pumped man well good luck to you guys everything you're doing over there we really appreciate you uh doing that for charger community and uh let's roll baby let's roll yeah, likewise, man. You guys have a good one. Take it easy. Well, there you go. Steve Hagland coming over from another podcast. Love seeing all the different podcasts out there for, for Chargers, man. I, th- <laughs> there are so many now, which is yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. I ain't complaining. Like, that is Dude, I saw, awesome. I saw one that commented on our YouTube, our, our last Bolt week's Dad. episode. Yeah, Bolt, Bolt Dad. Dad. Yeah. He was like, hey, yeah. watching you guys, I went and did it. And I went and watched one of his most recent episodes. It's really good. It is. Yes. I I think Bolt Dad's putting out good content. I think everybody, every podcast is putting out good content. Like it's, and it's unique and special in its own little way. It's a unique little snowflake. And Stephen Haglin is no different. So, Stephen, thank you for coming on and chatting with my man, Kev. Um, And now it is time to move on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam. Let's go. (laughs) Time to put your money where your mouth is. (laughs) guys don't jam a thumb up his bottle that's what you do <laughs> i wet myself in excitement oh so hungry your thoughts are like totally appreciated <laughs> catch you later dude love you, boy that's right gang it is time for ask bolt fam we've got quite a few of you and uh let's let's just get going into it we started out with house of hain who asks the question Lord, I see the light. The Chargers will be drafting a guy that we will all rejoice in the football gods. Then uh, Satan will rise up and smite the Raiders with the sandiest rod of poking. They love you, bye. Keep doing the Lord's work, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I stand corrected. I didn't see a question in there, but... <laughs> He's, Just he's shamelessly positive. Staying and shamelessly positive, yes. And he he obviously he's visited the same with, fortune teller. And he's sticking with the sand. It's, it's a theme. It's a theme. It's keeping it sandy, San Diego. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I, but uh, I, I hope that it's really just a consistent thing with the Raiders where it doesn't matter who's in charge. They yeah. just are incapable of drafting properly. Um, so (laughs) I just really am hoping that that goes the way it has gone in the past for the FTRs. There you go. Yeah, we're really hoping that new coaching staff hasn't taken over the Bill Belichick mindset and actually draft good people. (laughs) I don't think it's possible, really. Really, it it it, this is the way. Um, this is the way. way. House of Hain, thank you for making the comment. Uh, let's move it on now to Okie Doggy, who asked the question. Well, boys, it's that time of year. The time we finally get to see which incredible player ends up on our team. It will be good to finally uh, see who we get after God knows how many different players we are linked to and with good reason. We could get either uh, Olave or Watson to get some speed at receiver. We could get an offensive lineman to create a wall around Air Bear. Well, we could get a tackle to shut the run once and for all, or we could get Devin Lloyd at linebacker so we don't get to see Drew Tranquil get murdered by Kelsey. Hell, we could trade uh, the pick for a star player like Debo. But my question to you guys will not be about the draft, but more of a hypothetical scenario. So here it goes. 
You guys walk into a bar to hang out. While you are there, you realize that there are three other groups that are straight people in each group that happen to be fans of all three division rivals. So all of a sudden, you have yourselves a standoff. So my questions. <laughs> who most likely throws the first punch from the four groups? Between you three, who has the higher probability to throw the first punch? <laughs> if two of the groups start to form a truce and start to gang up on you three, who would you have a temporary truce with from the other groups? Who is most likely to be the last man standing from you three and who goes down first? <laughs> Cheers, boys, and hopefully all goes well in the draft. And in this hypothetical, this is going to get dirty. Woo! There's a lot of questions here, a lot to take in. All right, so us three, we walk into a bar. There's three other groups, each with three people, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs. Raiders going to throw... Probably the first punch will have a knife. The Raiders will throw the, the first punch. Raiders yeah. will definitely throw the in first punch. 100%. Before, obviously. Yeah. And I think they Kevin, would Kevin, hands down, Kevin will throw the Kevin first punch. Kevin will 100% Raiders. throw the first punch. It depends on how long we've been at the bar, no, guys. Let's, let's no, really set this. No, if we just arrived no, and I haven't had any beer yet, you're still more no, likely doesn't. than me and Adam. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You were still more likely to get fired up about. Oh, you're right. Like the Chargers. I'll, I'll get antagonized by somebody a lot quicker. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. You will. You will. That's yeah. Fair. And it's not it's a okay. bad thing. It's, just, it's not a bad thing. Yes. We all need. We right, just know right, that you right. would be the guy. You're right. You yeah. You'd be the guy. Um. All right. So if they start ganging up on us, who would we try to form a truce with? I have a good the answer bro- for this. I, I know what this is. Go ahead. I know what this is. Uh. I I don't think anybody would truce up with the Raiders because no one would ever do that. I would do it for literally. 20 seconds so one of them could do something basically kill everyone they go to jail and then we get the bar to ourselves that's what i would do wait so, so you're you're gonna go switzerland while the other ones oh are yeah up? yeah yeah let the raiders oh, so we'll we get, just stand back we'll get the raiders all fired up and they'll pull out whatever they have and what about work. this one what about this one you know no one's gonna team up truce up with the raiders so it'll be the chiefs and broncos what if we also truce and up we just with just and it's Roy? all of us against the Raiders, and then we all break forces in best man. <laughs> and then we all buy each other rounds afterwards. There you go. Yeah, and, and then we, yeah, we actually, bail yeah, before we pay hatchet. our bill, and they have to yeah. pay everything. Okay. There you go. That's there a you softer go. Way that's, to do that's it. an option. It's more of a shamelessly positive way to look at it and how to really... Right. Let's just kill one fan base, yeah. and then the rest of us can go on like not liking each other. Right. But we have but something respecting in common. Our yeah, we yeah. were at a bachelor yeah. party. Something bad happened. We got to keep it a secret. Right. Like we yeah. have that amongst us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Who's going to be the last man standing and who is first to go down? Kevin's first to go down because they do the first time. <laughs> like, dude, me and Adam will probably still digesting the like, scenario. It's like, where's Kev? Where's Kev? Yeah. <laughs> the guy go, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin's already down on the floor and like, Kevin's family down. I would guy, hope like, you guys would jump position. to my fucking aid. I'd hope that'd be we happening. Would. We quick. totally we would. would. But I, I don't think it would be fast enough. Yeah, we're not quick on the draw. We're just, yeah. <laughs> we were busy looking at something else. Um, last man standing. This is really, really set up to make me like not awesome. No, no, last no, no, man no. standing. I still, I, you still think you? Yeah. <laughs> First think, man oh, down, last man standing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Adam, I, I don't that, think Adam actually could... stands up. I think he's just kind of hanging out and chilling, like, well, this will be over in a second. Yeah. So I don't... Adam starts commentating in one of his voices. <laughs> yeah. He starts doing he voices Samuel at the Jackson. Table. He Samuel L's the whole, the whole fight. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 
like that. I don't know. I, 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 there might be something brewing inside me that just like yeah. unleashes at like, ooh, you oh, know, like, well, you know, like it wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That's yeah. never been yeah. lit before. And just yeah. one day it's just like, <laughs> or I could be the first man down. Like, so I could just have a glass jaw and somebody knocks me out. And I'm like, I'm sorry. That's not true. with that there's beard. No real, no, there's no real way of knowing. Not with that beard. You're not down. getting, there's the extra That's true. There. My chin is kind of hidden in here. You don't know. Is my jawline here? Is my jawline here? Like, where is it? Yeah, they just swing and hit right underneath your beard. <laughs> wow his jaw's incredible yeah you know where is it you don't know um all right well i think that's all the questions okie <laughs> dokie answered it. yeah cheers man, thank you cheers. <laughs> uh let's move it on now to lando griffin certified fresh who asked the question and now it's time for the 2022 nfl draft in the blue corner standing at six foot six weighing in at a Ton, Jordan <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> Davis. And in the red corner, standing at six foot two, 189 pounds, drafting this man would make McDaniels want to go back to New England again. <laughs> Jameson, good luck covering our receivers, Williams. <laughs> Who would you choose if available? Oh, let's get ready to mock draft. <laughs> Dude, Lando, where you been my whole life, dude? That was a Love good it. question. Great question. Holy shit, that was good. All right, so either <laughs> Jordan Godzilla Davis <laughs> or Jameson Goodluck covering our receivers, Williams. I, I'm sticking with my mock draft. I want Jordan Godzilla f- ton Davis. <laughs> I think if Jameson Williams is actually there at 17, I think that's, I would be so excited to have him on the Chargers. I don't think he's going to be there. Yeah. He keeps um, posting videos of him looking good, like working out. That's not helping us, Jameson. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you have a knee injury. Pretend like you have a knee injury. Fall I, I don't think he's thinking about the Chargers right now. Yeah. I think he's thinking if I'm top 10, I'm going to make a lot more I'm gonna money. I'm going to make a lot so more money. Yeah. What are you trying yeah. to say? It's money he over tea. Make money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he likes money. Yeah. Money. <laughs> um, yeah. God. I would probably say Jordan Davis. I just feel like that's more of an impact. Not that Jameson couldn't be an impact, but like, I, I, I trust Palmer, man. I think that that's going to be kind of that. Nobody sees that. Nobody expects Josh Palmer. Um, I, <laughs> I think. Just, yeah. But that, that is to say, if we did get Williams, I would be just as hyped as Kyle. Like I would I'd be, be excited. I'd be over the moon. Like yeah. I'm hyped for either one of these guys. But if you, you're asking me who to pick, I would pick Jordan Davis. Yep. So, all right. Well, thank you, Lando Griffin, for asking the question. Great Let's question. move it on now to Daniel Llewellyn, who asked the question. What's up, bro, chachos? KKK, it's draft week. So, Cue for you all. <laughs> I'd love to hear your favorite day three pick from the TT era, you know, like rounds four through seven. It's not an easy answer because there haven't been a lot of good ones. Mine are both round four safety slash linebackers. Drew Tranquil in 2019 and Kaiser White in 2018. Okay, later on, dudes. All right, Daniel, why don't you just like take all the best picks out of four through seven, you <laughs> jerk. Like you didn't even give us a chance. That's good. It's good. But no, it's understandable. It's a challenge. It is a challenge. Drew Tranquil and Kaiser White are definitely standouts, but uh four through seven since 2013. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm gonna go tight end. 
Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Callback. <laughs> Callback. Uh, Call uh, round seven, we took uh, Justin Jackson one year. And I, I don't, I'm not in love with him as a player, but what he's been able to do yeah. um, when he's on the field as a seventh rounder, I think that was like crazy valuable. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens in the draft. They may even bring him back depending on how all the running back stuff shakes out. So I think yeah. that was a good one for a seventh rounder. And we have four seventh rounders. So we get a whole bunch of Justin Jacksons this year. That'd be great. He, I mean, he's definitely proven to be more serviceable than than Joshua Kelly. And were, as it stands right now, round trees. So. They were drafted a lot higher. Yeah. Uh, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. How about you, coach? Yeah, I don't know. Like you did. Those are definitely two of the more uh, two of the more standing out players as I look through the list yeah. of options. Um, but I remember being really excited about Derek Watt. Um, yeah. I played fullback back in the day. He was a huge special teams guy. Like he was the best Pro Bowl special yeah. teamer. So. I think that's what you're looking for in those four through seven rounds is guys that can do more than one thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so having him in there and ha- being able to be versatile, I think that's what I hope for in rounds four through seven. So I think I, I'll toss his name into the bucket. <laughs> Throw him a freaking bone here. Um, <laughs> so the the guy that I pick, uh, I'm actually, I can't believe that we we took this guy in the seventh because I mean, a, this was five years ago at this point, but I can't believe that we took him in the seventh and how much of an impact he did when he was playing with us. But I'm going to say Isaac Rochelle. Yeah. Um, I thought that he came in when, uh, I think it was when Bosa went down with an injury and he came in and was pretty serviceable at that position. And I was actually pretty surprised that we let him go. Um, just one of those players that like contributed quite a bit. Like he, I think, you know, sat on the practice squad from time to time, but. When he did come into play, I thought he was making good impacts. And so, since you took Drew Tranquil and Kaiser White, I'm going to go with Isaac Rochelle there, Mr. Lowallen. But nice. uh, great question. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to Tweet Me Up Scotty. Scotty. Who asked the question? All right. Here's a fun scenario. It's pick 17. And the following players are still available. Hoo-ha! Jordan Davis, Trevor Penning. Chris Olave and Trent McDuffie. But wait, ring ring, it's the Lions. Pick 17 and a 2023 third round pick in exchange for Penny Sewell. Hoo-ha! What do you do? Go! Give me Sewell. Right tackle Sewell. If he could play across from <laughs> play across from Rashad Slater. Holy shit ball. Penny Sewell, please. But you give it up a good amount for him. But it's hard to say how good Penny Sewell is because he was on the Detroit Lions last year. So that's kind of tough he's to good. say, but that's pretty could that be pretty insane. I mean, cuz he's still on a rookie contract, so you're not taking on like a massive contract from a guy. He's only going to be playing in his second year, giving up a first round pick for this year and a 2023 third rounder. I could do I, that. I'd take that deal. I could do that. What do you think, coach? Any other <laughs> different thoughts? <laughs> What's that lip telling you? Yeah, I don't want to agree with you guys. Oh. That's what my lip's telling me. But it feels right. It feels right. You can do it. it. Right. Just come on it in, man. Right. The water's think, warm. I don't like it, but yeah, I think I would take it. I would take the ring ring as well. I don't like it. I don't like agreeing with you guys. Um, all right. Well, it's a good, it's a good scenario. So, all right. Thank you. Tweet me up, Scotty, for asking the question. Nice. Let's move it on now to see Sour, who asked the question. Last week, I asked a question in Mike Tyson voice, and then Mike Tyson beats someone up on a plane the next day. <laughs> I'm not afraid of my powers. 
or I'm afraid of my powers, but here we go. <laughs> if we go to 17 and Olave is available, what should we do? He must have friends. <laughs> he did bring up Tyson. Batman. He punched the What if shit Batman resurfaces now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, if we see something with, you know, Christian Bale or Robert Pattinson or hell, even Michael Keaton, you'll know why. Cesar <laughs> behind it. Um, all right. So Alave at 17. I'm okay with it. I like it because he's a San Diego kid and love the right. Chargers and all that. I still think if he's available, then there's probably some more of these guys that we want a little ahead of him. But. I wouldn't. That's another one of those where I wouldn't be devastated. Like, no, I can't be a Charger fan for at least two hours after that pick. Yeah. So yeah. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> at least two hours. At least two hours of shame. I, I don't think that Chris Olave at 17 is a reach at all. So I feel mm-hmm. like. We good. No, regardless of what's on the table, if that's what Tommy T has graded above everyone else, then right. I would be excited about it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't get to sit in on the things and go to the draft, the the combines and the senior bowls and have conversations at the combine. He does. Mm-hmm. He has all these guys graded out. If the chargers pick Olave at 17, even though there's guys that I want available, I'll still be excited. Absolutely. Because you, I mean, what else is there to do? I'm, Bitch and Mona complain and doesn't do it. I'm anything. just still like, it's hard for me to get suit. Cause I want to improve in other areas, right? I want, mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not drafting for the best available. I'm drafting. Cause I saw some, places last year that we need to get better yeah. at. Yeah, so right. I wouldn't be, I'm not going to be thrilled. As amazing as James Jameson's going to be, as amazing as Olave is going to be, I'm not as thrilled with picking a wide receiver. We just paid Mike Williams. We have a good stable of, of, of wide receivers right now. Mm-hmm. I Selfishly, I want to address other things. So right. am I going to be thrilled with the wide receiver? No. Will I be okay with it? Yeah, because they must see something in them that I don't see. Mm-hmm. Well, and if, if they're drafting a wide receiver, it's not for, hey, there's a huge need right now. It's we're looking three years down the line, two years down the line when Keenan becomes a free agent. He's older. He's aged in his career. We don't want to pay him but, that much money anymore. But I'm not looking at that either because I want to win next year. I, want- I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. if they do take a receiver, that's their mindset. And that's why there are some Charger fans that would be upset. Yeah. Well, because we're thinking right now what needs to get better. But then again, everyone's taking us to pick a corner or like, I'm like, if we want the, what the biggest hole is right now is right tackle. Hands down. No, there's no Run question defense. about it. Now, Run defense. It, 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 it already, we already addressed three defensive linemen in free agency. We've done nothing with that right tackle that doesn't even have anyone right. on the depth. Like, there. Has Storm Norton. There. Yeah. There. Yeah, if, I, if, I think. I mean, if you're hoping for it to get better right now, it's right tackle. Yeah. Well, and. If we were to take Olave, like that's still going to be an impact player. That's still somebody right. that's going to be another elite. target. That's an elite yeah. target for for Justin Herbert. So even though it's not taking care of a of a position of need, we we don't know if the Chargers even view that as a position of need. We do because we know that what our options are: Storm Norton or Trey Pipkins, uh, <laughs> or, or Matt Filer, Which not everybody agrees with that move either. So. As fans, we look at that and go like, yeah, no, that's a position of need. But the charge might be like, no, man, we're good. We got it. We're solid, we're solid right. in that position. So right. yeah. without knowing what their mindset is, if they pick this guy at 17, I am on board. I am all for it because I know that they believe in what they have and what and what they're getting in that pick at 17. So 
Um, yeah. And, and, and like Kevin said, like that's a, it's a storybook pick, you know, it's like what we wanted with Penny Sewell last year. It's like, Oh, we play with Justin Herbert. Let's bring it back yeah. together. This is yeah. like, Oh, he, he hates, wanted to play with the chargers. And he, he hates, hates the Raiders. Raiders as much as we do. Give me Olave, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I I'm totally cool with Olave if he is the pick. So, uh, see sour, hopefully, uh, we don't see any Batman news. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, Batman goes out of nowhere. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. He did that, and you know, Mike Mikey T went all rogue and crazy on him. Did you see hero. the video? Of, yeah. Of well, Mike the guy Tyson? was oh. drinking and, oh, yeah. and like poking the bear. Of all yeah. the bears in the what world, what did you think poke, was going to happen? Yeah. He's really good on the inside. Like you're really close to him. He doesn't have the reach, but he will f- you up. Right. Don't do it. Right. So. Uh, all right. Well, let's move it on to the next question. Cerberus21. Nice. Who asked the question? Oh, howdy ho, Charger Chat. Eh, nothing like uh, an Ask Bolt fam to kick off draft week, huh? Why, I'm more excited than an Ottawan beaver at the Vancouver Wood Museum. <laughs> Can't wait to see how Tommy T will solidify this team. You go on a deep playoff run, if you know what I'm saying. Also, this Debo Samuel situation has me thinking about whether or not a first round is worth it. I know he's going to ask for a massive extension, but this could solve our RB2 and speed threat problem at the same time. Can you imagine Herbert slinging balls to all these playmakers? Would you guys trade for Debo? And if so, what would you give up to get him? All right, so I don't see this happening at all. I think that just Chargers, the, the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Kevin. I just think the situation that has made him become available is the opposite of the Charger mentality and the way they're bringing stuff together. He's being selfish and he wants out for whatever reason. He he wants out. Like I just, right. I don't see. Well, it. he wants to get. He wants to get. He paid. wants to get paid as a top five wide receiver. But right. what made him so great last year was his back. ability to run the ball. Exactly. Yeah. So running backs don't get paid. Bottom line, they just don't get paid a lot of money because they have such short careers. Right. And so he's 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 pigeonholed him into this spot where, yeah, he's extremely valuable and every NFL team wants him on their team, but no one is gonna pay him the amount of money that he wants. And then you're talking about giving up an a first round draft pick as well. That just it's not gonna happen. The, yeah. I, I don't I, I don't see what team goes to that extent. And, to and I think there's an element where he might not want to be run the way that that team was running him at running back. That, no, no, the, he came out and said, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, like the yep. wear and tear you put on your body is going to prevent yep. you from getting a big wide receiver contact contract. But then if you're only a wide receiver, what kind of numbers do you have? Like, what does that right. look Before like? Before this year, he, I mean, he's a good wide receiver, but he's... Is he elite? Because he wants elite money. He's not going to get... He Yeah, he, he, he's put himself... It sucks for him. I really do feel bad because he had such an elite, awesome, incredible year. Hmm. But he's now made it difficult for GMs to spend that type of money on him. Right. Yeah, because it sounds like he just doesn't want to play running back. That sounds like why he Well, he doesn't want to play running back and he wants to get paid a lot of money. And he wants to probably have a longer career. And running backs just don't have longer careers. Well, it's it's been an explosive offseason for wide receivers and the amount of money that they've been picking up. So... He saw that and said, "Yeah, I would like a slice of that, please, and thank you." Yeah. And uh, and whether or not he gets it, I don't know. I I read that Forty uh, ers made him a pretty sizable offer, but it just it wasn't the top, you know, the, the Devonte Adams type contract. And it's just like, man, like if that's what you're hoping for, this we not no team has an infinite amount of money that they can just throw out. Like they they all have their own positions and 
picks and needs. So the Chargers just doesn't feel like one of them, especially given how much money we have left in our in our space and our salary cap. Like, you know, getting Khalil Mack on like the the impact that he's going to have on the cap space this year is astounding. I don't think that can happen again with Debo Samuel. I think our luck, he's going to be a chief. I think that's what's going to happen. Honestly, I do just just, say it into existence. I'm never right, guys. Remember (laughs) this. Remember me. Remember me. I'm never right about anything. Remember when you read about it in the paper, you know who to blame. (laughs) Where to hear it first. I called it. (laughs) All right. Well, Cerberus21, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Jacob Dewell. Dewell? Welcome back. Who asked the question? All right. He he asked for Marge Simpson. I'm clarifying that right now. <clears throat> Howdy, guys. It's Jacob from Iowa. For the next Ask Bolt Fam question, I would like to request Wooldog do a Marge Simpson voice. Mm-hmm. And my question <laughs> is, what are your guys' thoughts on the rumors going around that we are in love with Stingley Jr. from LSU? And if y'all would be down to trade up for him, Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> no, don't even compliment it. Don't you do it. Yeah, well. that was a that was a yeah. hey. <laughs> what's the one thing that you can control, Adam? Is effort. Yeah, you gave it effort. I gave. I what? Yeah, I'll never turn down from effort. I will. I will get yeah. it. I will bring it. But whether it'll be enough remains to be seen. <laughs> yeah, um, so it might take an L, but the effort was yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'll go down swinging. Participation um, trophy. All right, so. The love uh, with Stingley Jr. from LSU. So I I think all of this stems from Staley going to meet with him and the reports of him like really connecting with him, giving him pointers, you know, at his at his pro day. So and this is also a guy that sorry, this is also a guy that dropped because of injury. Correct. Right. Well, he was projected to drop. He seems to be coming back and rising in stock. But if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, he would have been like a top pick. Yeah, easily. Right. Easily, yeah. So like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know about like even in the press conference that Tom Telesco was talking about. He's like, I don't, I don't think we have enough to trade up into the first, and I don't think we'll need to. So I think mm-hmm. the only way Stingley happens is if if he falls, falls. falls. I think that's that would be amazing. Right. You'd have right. an even stronger secondary, but I just don't know. Yeah, stranger yeah, things. Have the, happened. Well, the connection is one. He went to LSU, and two, he said, "I'm never not looking at corners. Yeah. I just want to create a stable of corners." So. Mm-hmm. You hear that, you see a guy that's potentially could fall due to injury concerns. He goes to his pro day. There's a lot of signs that point to Stingley being a very potential pick. I think if he falls 17, it's an automatic. Uh, yeah, I think there's Staley no question. Yeah. Pull the sugar. I just, I don't think we're going to go up. We don't have a second. I don't think we're giving up future first. I, I Yeah, I don't, I don't see how we make, make a top 10 move. Yeah. Unless he held out kind of like uh, Eli Manning or something. Wants to be a charger. Maybe he really enjoyed that that short time he hey. had with uh, Staley. Who knows? Yeah, he wants to be paid. I'm willing this. Okay, I'm trying to will these <laughs> illogical scenarios. Trying to will existence. Samuel to the Chiefs and Stingley to us. I don't want okay? that. I'm not willing that. I just think hey, that's you mm, are the odds. All right. Mm, there's not really another re- other reason for you to say it. <laughs> I take it back. Wasn't very shamelessly positive. I hope that doesn't happen. Mm-mm. <laughs> all right well take it back um, scratch it scratch it cut that off. but i mean if if it happens like if the chargers do trade up for him we'll be we'll be absolutely stoked do they trade up for him probably not could he fall to 17 crazier shit's happened 
We're saying there's Derwin a chance. James to 17 was pretty crazy, too. Yeah, exactly. We so got- is uh, something to look forward to, Jacob. But uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Matt. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question. Do you think every team has Matt Eraser on their board around late three or early four? Because I do. This is the the weirdest, craziest part of this draft coming up is how early this punter is going to be taken. Sure. If we take a punter in the third round without a second, I will be living. Our second pick <laughs> is a punter. I will be living. <laughs> and I don't even really even care. But if we take a punter in the third round, livid. Uh, we don't punt. <laughs> Come on, guys. We don't. All like, right. Let's all remember we don't punt. Maybe the ball. Staley loves to punt. He just didn't have the right punter. Mm, it could be. We just <laughs> brought dude, on Scott, JK Scott, just, just to fuck with him, I guess. Get in here. Get in here. Get out of here. It's a practical joke. <laughs> yeah. I get a kicker. Give me like points. Be sure. solid. A punter? No, I'm sorry. No, but the, not in the third round. But one of the best the punters and, ever. No, I'd go. I'd ever? go. I okay. would consider if he's there in the fifth round. I would consider going for him. Okay, I wouldn't be mad because he's a San Diego State guy. But third round. So mad. third round, no. Fourth round, no. Fifth round. Let's, fifth round and on. Okay, yeah. so our fifth round is 160. All right. So if he's still there by 160. I don't, think, I don't think he's going to be there at 160. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. All right. I don't know, dude. A punter just is just... You know how the draft works, know. though? The hype game is fucking unreal around the NFL sure. about this shit. He has had nothing but good hype. Yeah. So, Dude, the guy can absolutely punt the ball. Yeah. I'm just saying, in the scheme of <laughs> your roster, a third round pick on a punter... I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But you watched me, a lot of San Diego State games. You saw how he totally Dude, changed games. 100%. He's not just a punter. If, but if, if we were a run game with a strong defense, get the punter. If you're going to have a quarterback that throws for 350 yards, I don't want a punter. Yeah. I just don't. <laughs> just let Justin just throw sorry. up an 80-yard bomb and let him intercept it. Yeah, I can we change that? that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same as his leg. It's a... It's a really just long wind-up. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Matt. Uh, Again, personal opinion. Sure. It's okay sure. if you don't agree. And if we check him in the third, then I'll be a big Matt Ariza fan. Let's get it. <laughs> I think you just said you were going to be livid, though, weren't you? I'll be livid for a second, and then I'll, I'll come around. Go buy and a jersey. And we'll start watching Punk go God highlights. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll be excited about a punter. <laughs> All right. Oh well, there you go, Matt. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to El Guapo, who asked the question. I like the idea of trading back and getting a late first rounder and a third rounder for our 17th overall pick. My question for you guys is, who were some realistic draft prospects that if they were available at 17, you would completely rule out trading the pick? Mine has to be any of the top three rated tackles, Stingley or Jamison Williams. I think if quarterbacks go early and often, this becomes a more realistic possibility of trading back because you'll still be able to grab one of these tackles, one of these D linemen. One of these guys is going to be available. So I don't have anyone specific. I just know that if the guys that I want at 17 are no longer there, like those the Penning, the Davis, some of those uh, Stingley, uh, McDuffie, like some of these guys that, you know, would really improve our team right now. 
I'd rather have another third rounder. I think I think you're on to something. Well, and yeah, it all depends on quarterbacks. Because if quarterbacks go, then there'll be position players. If quarterbacks don't go, there's going to be teams lower in the board that want to move up to come get one. So yep. Um, it's it's all dependent on how many quarterbacks go, but I do agree. I think if one of the top four tackles is there, you get him. Um, if Jameson Williams is there, you take him instantly because yeah, that right. guy, in my opinion, is a game changing speed threat. Um, and then the rest of them, it's kind of like uh, how it depends on how high Tommy T has not graded because mm-hmm. I think you can move back and still get a, a day Start. one starter and yep. another yeah. third round pick, which is and you pick up another a starting pick, player. It's a starting player yeah. that's not necessarily a developmental guy. You can actually play the third rounders mm-hmm. yep we'll see how it goes but uh thank you for asking the question el guapo let's move it on now to herb who asked the question yo man if we trade back and get Brees hall we'd have the best offense in the league man i mean think about it you know keenan mike palmer our new tight end you know what's his name uh Garrett, Jared, Everett, man, that new tight end. <laughs> and uh, when then we get uh, Eckler and Brees in the backfield, that'd be tight, dude. I mean, people devalue <laughs> their running back position, but that's how you close out games and win in the playoffs, dude. Like when we get that Super Bowl ring, man, think about it. Say we trade back to 24, Bills would get him at 25 if we did later, man. So we slide back to 24 and that gets us another third rounder, man. (laughs) I mean, the meat of the draft is in rounds two to three this year anyways, man. Brees Hall plus, let's say, Kobe Bryant, the Cincinnati corner for our added third rounder we'd pick up. That'd be like the best value, in my opinion. Bolt up and stay gnarly, bros. Also, this takes away Brees Hall from Buffalo, which, in my opinion, is our greatest threat in the playoffs. They need him for their run game and to take pressure off Allen's leg, bros. Win-win for our Chargers. Yo, I'm stoked about the draft. Also, pick up a razor. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! Yeah, he's he's got it mapped out. He know, he he knows what he wants and <laughs> yeah. who he doesn't want people to have. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it is interesting when you see stuff like that. Of like, I don't want this team to get this guy, so we need to take this guy. Like, yeah, you're playing some three D <laughs> chess right there. I like that, right? Yeah. Um, I I yeah, I, I've got no notes. <laughs> I, I just I don't know, man. Like the the running back. I don't know, position. man. Like. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like, don't know, man. Like, you still need to have offensive line to make the running back shine, man. So I'd say I'm kind of 50-50, man. you kind of 50-50, man. Uh, but I kind of like what I've seen out of him. But bit, I'm picking so. up what you're laying down, I'm man. liking it a bit. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. All right. Uh, yeah. I, if, hey, if that's what ends up happening... I'm all for it. No, it's uh, a great. I think it's a cool take. Um, yeah, I it just. Yeah, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard this take before. No, I haven't heard moving back to pick up a running back. This is mm-hmm. original sounding, and I like original yeah. things. We so, like original thoughts. I mean, here. Running back two is a position that needs to be addressed. It for does. sure. Yeah. It's not a strength of ours right but now. But if you're mm-hmm. drafting him in the first round, you're drafting him as the running back one. So then, what are you going to do with Austin? Because he well is Austin. It does Austin need to be RB one, right? He's we see him as an offensive threat. It doesn't matter if he's RB one, RB two, slot receiver, 
you, you can just get a little bit more creative. And at the end of the day, like RB1, RB2, it doesn't matter. If, if you can just lighten his carry load, Austin, I, Austin will be the first guy out there on first down. But right? is that, a um, fir- you're wasting your, you know, for a first round right. running back, is that make sense? Consider. Does that make sense? If that's what ends up happening, then it made sense yeah. to somebody <laughs> to, for yeah. them to do it. Um, well, I mean, it just like you guys talked about in previous episodes where it's like, you know, most teams have like a dual headed running back team. And so to get somebody to just help Austin Eckler will make that backfield way better. And if it's a first round pick that needs to happen to make it, I mean, like you said, running back two isn't solidified. So let's solidify it. Dag nabbit. Yeah, I just I do think that you can you can fill in that RB two later in the draft. But if that happens, here we go. Here we go. All right. Well, Herb, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Leo, who asked the question. I hate the Raiders so much. Mascara <laughs> has such a punchable face. That said, I hope the Bucks draft quality talent, and there is a lot this year. And I would be happy for the Bucks to trade down and hopefully get a second-round pick. So, we can pick up talent and just absolutely demolish the Raiders. With that out of the way, my question is, would you guys be open to trading back to recoup a second-rounder? Or go Rams mode and go all-in and trade up for a bona fide star? P.S. Craig is right about Daxton Hill. He's like a Derwin type player. Ski and Gunning. Your Cartman's getting better and better each time you do it. Well, that's the only time I ever practice it, so it better get better. It's getting better. Ski <laughs> guys and Gunning. All right. So the question. It's a good question. Which, Would you rather trade back or trade up? Like, where are you at on that? Like, what is your. Because, you know, looking more at it, like, if you trade back, you have to trade back really far to get a second rounder. Like you're in the 30s, late 20s, early mm. 30s to get it to make that work. So would it make more sense to just not have any picks for a while and move up a few spots to grab the guy you want? Well, not even moving up, but just grabbing somebody that's a, a bona fide star, you know, could just be another person that's still out there that we trade for. That could be on the trading block. We could do that. So that's well, that's a I whole mean, other three. We could, chess but it, that kind of falls into the Debo Samuel category, where it's like, all right, well, now we're taking on a bona fide stars contract, right. and do we have the the money for that? I don't know. I think I, yeah. I just I, I I like to live in reality, and I think that <laughs> the Chargers wait, always, wait, 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 what? <laughs> Again, there, there's there's a world where you can overanalyze and think about all these things, <laughs> but the Chargers are not the type to not build through the draft. That's just been proven that that's what we like to do. Right. So I, I I don't see us getting giving up a first, a future first, to go and try to get somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head, what could happen is we move back to pick up a third. Mm-hmm. We're not going to move back significantly. We'd move back into the early 20 to mid 20s and pick up a third round pick um, if one of those highly graded guys is not there. Right. All right. Well, there you go. Leo. Fair enough. Thank you for asking the question and thanks for shouting out our buddy These Craig. Hard, Welcome dude. back. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm sorry, boys. I don't know. Yeah. But it's okay. We're getting into the Giving fun stuff here. Effort, right? It's all you can control. That's right. Um, here we go. Better. <laughs> 
Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. Who would destroy more Raider fans? Sean Merriman or Braden Fajoko? Also, we know the numbers will be astronomical, so who would be the first to wipe out 100 of them? As always, f*** the Raiders and that little pushy Derek Carr. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> Sean Merriman or Braden Fajoko, who would destroy more and who would wipe out 100 of them first? I think. Well, keep in mind yeah. the language is important. He says destroy. <laughs> yeah. Who would Obliterate. destroy? <laughs> yeah. I think Fajoko has the power in the youth right now, but. Yeah, he's in his prime. But Sean has the MMA background that's true he, he does also has like the fighting recent league. soldier so, shoulder surgery that i don't think is going to help but totally he also anyway. has an incredible <laughs> you understand the fuel the hatred the energy that brings mm. when a, a raider fan mm. is near he's had yeah. this for so many years yeah true <laughs> i don't think he would if his arm fell off he'd still go after them like i feel confident that sean merriman would do everything it took to get to that century note. He would go above and beyond <laughs> to f*** these people up. Wow, you went from like being on the so fence to so sold. I talked myself into it. You talked yourself into it hard. I just right? think, wow, I don't crazy. think Braden wouldn't have the effort. I know he could actually just, he could just, him and his family could, that's a different thing. Right. I feel like if Fahoko just started doing the haka, a lot of them would just run they away. panic. That's actually a really yeah. good point too. Sign them up. Let's watch. <laughs> I want to see. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> is your answer different for who would get the most to who would get to a hundred first? I think Fahoko would get would do both. Yeah. Right now, just the power of prime where he's a, he's a he's a, a just a Polynesian warrior. Sure. And I just. Sean is just not in his prime. I love Sean Merriman. I think put him in his prime and we got a different conversation. But right now, I think Fahoko will take will destroy more Raider fans. Mm, I gotta put a little respect on Mr. Sean. 100 percent No, Sean, there's a lot of respect. If he was in his prime, I'd probably pick Sean. But Braden Fahoko is a is a bad man. Yeah. He's a Polynesian warrior. <laughs> you watch that guy's workouts online. Yeah, he's and a he's, beast. That guy's thick. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty Have you strong. seen he's... his dad, Billy? Dude, those traps. I don't know if oh, you've yeah. seen him on Instagram. Yeah, that guy is scary. He is so yeah. scary. Like the yeah. jeans are strong in that family. I don't think he can wear shirts anymore. I think I he just wears like No, fabric. no, he just wears cutoffs. There's no yeah. reason yeah. to. If I had those, I'd be showing them to everyone. <laughs> yep. All right. You never get whiplash with those things. You can't really move your neck. No, you're stuck. Yeah, no. Perfect. <laughs> so much yeah. power. Like an, all like right. one of those neck, neck rollers. Neck rollers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Just a permanent neck roller. Yeah. Um, all right, Gavin Gibson, thank you for asking question. the question. Let's move it on now to Bollywood Herbert, who asked the question. Because y'all were so insightful last episode, I was wondering if you had any more sixth or seventh round prospects <laughs> you'd love to see in powder blue. JK, I'm glad you guys don't take yourselves too seriously and are shamelessly positive. Real question. <laughs> if Darwin was asking for a DT and Herbert was asking for a right tackle, who do you think Coach and TT would listen to? Who's the favorite child? 
<laughs> that this voice in good. this question. This, wait, wait, wait. Before, is, we, before we get into it, <coughs> I just yeah. want to say you guys have no idea how triggered Coach was. He's like, he wants to saw that for, Oh my God, sixth or seventh round. He's like, you fucking kidding me? He about left the podcast. I just want to say that. He was so cool. Oh, but then, but then he, he turned it around. Totally so redeemed yourself. This is our podcast. Yeah. Yes. This right here is our podcast. <laughs> love it. So Bollywood, Bollywood Herbert, you got him. Oh, that was <laughs> hey, good. This we could talk about, Bollywood Herbert. This we could talk about. All right. All right. Well, it's a, it, it is a good question. I Great. love this question. So yeah. if Derwin's asking for a defensive tackle and Herbert's asking for a right tackle, who do you go for? Who who do you please? I don't who yeah. I don't think Herbert asked for much. So if he felt <laughs> like much he, of, yeah, if he got in a place where he's like salesman. hey coach, um, yeah. I could really no. use a right tackle. I know right don't now. Ask for it's much like he's coach. at his breaking point. Like, right. but yeah, if he's there asking, you know, you need to listen to this guy and hear it out and really take it serious. Derwin apparently is just asking for everybody. Yeah. He's he like all these JC. other mock he drafters. He's Matthews. just throwing names he out. I just everybody. want everybody. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. Let me just throw a bunch of darts at the board and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. That's where Derwin. And at. he's doing yeah. extremely well with it because I'm so. Yeah, I'm so Dur- so that's the thing. So Durbin's got the better track record on this asking is for people. True. <laughs> but Durbin, do you yeah. so do you follow the guy who's been more influential, or do you go for the one that doesn't really ask for much? <sighs> the guy, the guys. I feel like Durbin's becoming the boy who cried wolf a little bit. You know, like ooh, ooh. you can't just come in here asking for stuff left and right. <laughs> I'm not going to take you serious anymore. Stop it's, asking like, for stuff. Justin Herbert is just there lifting every day. And if he were to be like, and he whispers hey, coach, it, like, he whispers what it. Are, yeah, what are we thinking hey, in the first hey, round? Right tackle? Hey, coach, maybe? Can I talk to you after practice. Coach, when you got a second, I mean, it's no rush. It's not important. It's, I just, you know, I just, just want to talk. He just, I've seen a minute. I've seen a minute. He, he's like, I, I left a note on your desk. I don't, right. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. But, It'd be. It'd I, mean, I folded it into an origami, and if you rotate it, it asks the question. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um, right tackle. Right tackle. Please. What do you think about a right tackle? I mean, <laughs> I just think that that's it. that's not a real effective form <laughs> yeah. of communication. If you whisper something, people will lean in and take you more seriously. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. See. So, so was the answer Herbert? I think like so. so. I don't think it's ever. I don't think Justin will ever go and ask for a player because he's not. LeBron James, but I do think that if he did, they would take it seriously. And Derwin's pumped right now. He has Khalil Mack and JC yeah, Jackson. Derwin, you're good. <laughs> like, this, you've had a good year. Everything. That's like that spoiled kid at Christmas who got all the toys and still wants more. Let's have some yeah. of the other siblings have some shit. <laughs> yeah, he went full Harry Potter where he's like, How many presents are here? <laughs> it was say, Justin, get back year. under the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Justin, shut up and get under the stairs. <laughs> you can live in my third me, bedroom. Okay. I'll give you some of my hand me down. You can have Justin Jones at right tackle. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> my hand me down player. Right tackle. Oh shit. Oh boy. That was we learned anything from Harry Potter, Derwin. Bollywood Herbert, thank you for asking an awesome question. <laughs> awesome. Great question. Uh, yes. Let's move it on now to Kermit the Glizzy Gulper. He's back. He is back. <laughs> Ask the question. Hey, good evening, uh, Mr. Wooldog, uh, Mr. Huggin, and the uh, mother coach. <laughs> it's your boy, Kermit. I was sitting at home gulping down some glizzies and wondered... <laughs> 
Would you rather get a tattoo of J. Herbo riding into the sunset on a stallion across your entire back? Or have as many kids as Philip Rivers? Thanks for doing your thing. You guys kill it. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is going right. to I don't want to answer this. this you're is like gonna halfway say, there already. This is going to say a lot about me, but. I'll go with the tattoo. I think I'm good. I'll do the tattoo for I, I, was, I was actually planning it anyways. That was coming in the next few years. <laughs> Joke's on you, Kermit. Yeah. Oh, Joke's wait, on you. I already got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if, uh, this doesn't seem like a win-win situation. Like, that's no, so many seems, well, that's, very That's a good would you rather. They're question. always, what's the what's yeah. the worst of the two evils? I, I, I don't even, two be, it doesn't right even need to be, it's pretty overwhelming. It doesn't even need to be a stallion. It could be a unicorn. It can be something silly. Give me whatever It could be want. like a Steve-O yeah. bullshit <laughs> tattoo on the back of your back that like makes you laugh every time you see it. I'd right. be absolutely yeah. down for that. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would go for the tattoo as well because that's, it's probably going to be a couple sessions. It's probably not going to be one session to get all of that done. But it's a funny story. But it's a great story. Like over 12 kids, not a funny story. Kids, no. Not a funny no. story. No. Nope. Wouldn't even be able to afford the tattoo if you had 12 kids. No, so. no, so, no, not at all. You'd wouldn't be able nothing. to afford much of anything. Nope. Nope. <laughs> all right. Kermit the Glizzy Gulper, thank Good you question. for asking the question. Great question. Let's move on now to Nick, who asked the question. Steve Fitzhugh is back. <laughs> Jake Shemesh, uh, when the time comes for Herbert's extension, considering the humble and attractive comrade he is, do you think he'd suggest or take a contract that doesn't reach the highest possible value for a QB, knowing what uh, such huge contracts can do to team? Or will his Mr. Agents be whispering in his ear holes and foaming at the crumb for a contract more expensive than all of Kazakhstan? Kickman's back. Kickman Kick is back. back. Oh, f- yeah. All right. So do you think Herbert will take a contract that works with the team? Or do you think his agent's going to be like, you know, money, money? I don't think he's going to have a choice. Like they're gonna have to pay him so much because of what he's gonna do in the next few years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah. I think I think he'll he'll structure it in whichever way is helps the team. There you go. Like Aaron Rodgers always does, you know. Like whatever it is, pay me up front, pay me a bonus later, whatever it looks like. The guaranteed money is gonna be the guaranteed money. Deshaun Watson destroyed all quarterback contracts moving yeah, forward. Sure. So the Justin's gonna have the guaranteed money no matter what. Um. So yeah, he's. He's going to get paid a ridiculous amount of money. Mm-hmm. But I could see him being the kind where he goes, hey, let's manipulate the dollars to make it as friendly as possible. But yeah, there's just no way around him making an outrageous amount of money. And when he does sign, he'll be the highest paid quarterback in the league yeah. until the next quarterback gets signed as it always It's just goes. a yep. step approach. to <clears throat> keep going up and up and up. Yep, yep. But if he does everything he's been doing and gets better every year, I'm I don't care. Pay him whatever fine. he needs. Right. Yeah, especially if he gets us a ring, like get just, a super here's Bowl, a blank check, man, just write a number wants. on there. I don't care. Yep. Be tons of foaming crumbs. <clears throat> Lots of foaming crumbs. <laughs> um, Nick, thank you for asking the question. Yeah, Let's man. move it on now to Funeral Flash Mob. <laughs> I who, <laughs> who asked the question? <laughs> the NFL screwed up uh, the new TV deals 
and the salary cap has been cut in half. As a result, we have to cut half the players and our stars have to play double duty on offense and defense. Injuries notwithstanding, what position do you want to see Herbie play on defense? Ah, or where do you want to see Thurman play on offense? Ah. <laughs> that was a really good piece. We never get that request. I love that voice. <laughs> All right. So I think this is fun. Like if the so it, it, salaries are cut in half, you're going to keep your star players. So you got to cut the oh. roster down quite a bit. If you got to see Herbie play defense and Derwin play on offense, what positions? Herbert goes to free safety. Keep him in the backfield. Don't let him yeah. get in the mix. Yeah, Do they yeah, just no, swap? I have a lot of experience in this because I coach really <laughs> small school high school football. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we what did. What was your methods? Our, our starting quarterback was our free safety. <laughs> and so, because I could just like, dude, don't be a hero. Right, right. You don't have to hit anybody like super hard. Just right. go break up a deep ball if you can. You just got to be really, really strategic about it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Derwin, um, I, I don't know, like wide receiver seems very like Yeah, wide receiver I think would be good. Yeah. Tight end. I think he could play. Yeah, tight end, yeah, just a catching yeah. tight end, not blocking. Yeah, gets yeah. a little chip before running downfield. Yeah, yeah. Throw it in there. Not quite the build for tight end. I don't know why I said that, but that could be cool. Hey, Imagine we'll never see it in our lifetime. Hey, in this new alternate <laughs> universe league, he might be built for tight end. Maybe, maybe that's the new tight end. There you go. Question yeah. changes the game. This quarterback you had on your high school team, did he ever go light people the f- up? Um, so I had multiple quarterbacks that did this for me. One guy, yeah, he would go hit and he dislocated his shoulder in one oh, game no. and that really sucked. Yeah, and then the other one, absolutely not. Terrified of everyone. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Dislocated right. shoulder, that must have been a tough end of that game. Yeah, that must have been rough. Yeah, we went wildcat, dude. You just it, If this is a reality, you just get really creative. Mm-hmm. Yep, you start snapping the ball to the running back and you just go power left, power right, let's go. Love it. All right. Yeah. Funeral flash mob. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Gruder McBolt. All right. Who asked the question? Well, three women died in a car wreck, but lived good lives and have a chance to go to heaven. Before they can enter, they have to answer one question correctly. First woman walks up to Peter standing at the pearly gates. Peter asks her, who were the first two people on earth? The woman replied, well, that's easy, Adam and Eve. Peter said, you're right. The woman heard trumpet sound and watched angels come and guide her through the pearly gates. The second woman walks up and Peter asked her, where were the first two people on earth located? The woman replied, well, that's easy, the Garden of Eden. Peter said, you're right. The gates opened up, trumpet sounded, and angels took her into heaven. The third woman approaches Peter and he asks, What was the first thing Eve said to Adam? The woman replied, ooh, that's a hard one. Peter said, you're right. The gates then opened and she was ushered into heaven. When you get to heaven, who in all of history do you want to party with up there the most? Family excluded. Caleb, you bye. (laughs) Cruder. I had heard this one. That's that was a heck of a buildup to that question at the end. <laughs> yeah. I love these jokes. <laughs> these remind me of like that's elementary school. One. Yeah. Ooh, that's a hard one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. So up in heaven, when we're partying up there, who in history do you want to party with up there? 
the most? I would love to get just fucking crazy with my grandpa Frank. I never got to do that. <laughs> like that would be number one for me because he I was a supercharger fan. Just well, get family, crazy. family excluded. Family well, excluded. Ah. excluded. But he's more than family. No, <laughs> no there's no more. There's nothing more family. than family. Uh, okay, I got to rethink this whole thing. <laughs> Adam, you go. You first. go first, Adam. All right, I will say. <laughs> I will say uh, Mel Blank. Because uh, we would just be making voices back and forth with go. each other. That'd be good. <laughs> that would be I'll, Yeah, that'd be fun. I would like to sit in on that. I, I would love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was definitely, I mean, he was the pioneer of, of voice. Well, not, I won't say the pioneer. There was quite a few voice actors, but he was the most, one of the most versatile and really just an awesome, <laughs> I heard he was a really funny guy. So I'll say Mel Blank. So we each get one, right? Yeah, just say one. Okay, go ahead, Kyle. You go. I mean, unless it's like I, the Three Stooges or something like that. <laughs> this, I, I honestly did nothing. I'm completely blanking. I have nothing that's coming to mind. So go, Kevin. I need to. Just because I like, I know a lot about movies. And I'd love to pick this person's brain a lot. Would be probably Spielberg. I'd love to just get in there and hang out. He's not out. dead yet. <laughs> you just want to well, hang I'm out with either. him in heaven? But he should be dead before Kevin. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> well, when you guys read in the news tomorrow that... Uh... <laughs> Don't Spielberg you kick the fucking say that. <laughs> Wait, but Batman. When you read that Batman killed Steven Spielberg, <laughs> it's because of us. Batman shows responsible. Oh my god, what a headline! Did Batman I miss the question? Batman kills Spielberg. No, I guess if you want to <laughs> say somebody that's still alive, cool. <laughs> I didn't. I, I missed the framework. Uh, who fine. In, who Lincoln. in all of history do you Lincoln. want to party with? Sure. Okay. Lincoln. Good. Throw out an all-time great. All-time yeah. great. <laughs> goat. <laughs> Lincoln the goat. <laughs> yeah, partying with Lincoln, I'm sure that'll be a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a moonshine. He, just, he knows how to party. Oh, those are great answers. I don't have anything. I I would like to know what your guys' answers are, though. <laughs> cop out. Cop out. I love it. <laughs> oh, I got nothing. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm running out of energy here. I've been solo dadding it this whole weekend, and my mental capacity is drained. I'll I'll say I'll give you Chris Farley. How about that? Chris oh, Farley would be fun oh, to party with. Great answer. There that would be really fun. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Gruden McBall, thank you. Great joke, too. Hey, this is a free, open platform. Absolutely. If you want to just bring yeah. us a joke that Adam reads in funny voices, can go for it. And then slide a question in there and at the just end. Sneak just sneak it in, squeak in, it in, in there. Just right squeak there at it the in very there. end. All right. And we go out of Asphalt Fam as we have in the past with Jeebs. Deezy's silent. Who asked the question? Hey, guys. What was that? I guess it was nothing. Okay. I just... Ah! Fuck you, cat. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not scared. You're scared. I got a question for... Ah, fucking butt-loving. Why is there so many damn noises? Okay. Wait. I'll go check it out. Wait. That's how everyone dies in the movies. F*** that. Okay. Gotta go. Gotta go. Wait. Where do I go? I I'm lost. Oh shit, are you guys still there? Sorry, I'm kind of lost and there's all these noises. Maybe I should use my last of my phone battery on a call or for help. I, I got some questions that need answering first. Oh, what the f***?
fuck? Oh shit, why the hell does everything creak? Creaky bitch of a house. I'll hide in here. Small empty room, yeah. What could go wrong here? Okay, so guys, you there? All right, so picture this. It's March 2023. We're one month fresh off our ever first ever Super Bowl win. Annabelle Films contacts you guys and says, we want you guys to direct and cast a movie. The Super Chargers, the story of the 2023 Super Bowl champs. Who are you casting for your star players? Oh shit, is that footsteps? I gotta go. Oh, wait, one more. If you could pick one horror movie villain to join the Chargers, who would it be? Okay. Seriously, I gotta call help. I got like 2% left on this phone. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, and fuck the Raiders. Can't love you, bye. Awesome. That was like a that was like a radio play. I know. We I, need I really, to add some sound effects. I might throw a few sound effects in there in post. We'll Do it. That needs some like extra. Like, it was, I was getting into it. I was like, what's gonna least, happen next? I'll put, a, I'll put a little bit of like, you know, that creepy ooh kind of music. Do know, it. <laughs> Set the mood. Um, all right. So the questions, you know, if they're making a Chargers movie, who are we casting? Yes, I will do it. Where do I sign? <laughs> no, who are we casting? No, they asked if they came to you, would you do it? Yes, I oh, would. Okay. All right. Yes. You answered the that answer question. Is yes. So who are you casting for the star players? Which is the real question, not really whether or not you would so do it. So I, I, I don't. I just think this is a perfect fit because it's my favorite sure. movie of all time. Is um, Remember the Titans, and they had a quarterback with that long, luscious blonde hair. I don't even know the name of the actor, but bring him. But back bring for him Justin back. Remember him yeah. back in time too, because so, that was yeah. how old of a movie now. It doesn't matter. Just bring <laughs> if we're gonna go back in time and bring things it, back, time to doesn't exi- age time. doesn't exist in movies. It doesn't. I'm matter. I'm telling you what I want real quick. If we're yes. gonna go back in time, and time is it doesn't matter. We have a DeLorean. Yes. We can make this however we want. Mm. Let's just make. That I the want scenario. mother. Patrick Swayze to play Herbert. Same hair from Point Break. He played quarterback (laughs) in that movie and got tackled in the ocean, if you remember correctly. He's got the legs and he's got the arm. I'm casting Swayze. He's a f***ing awesome Herbert. (laughs) Who's our Derwin James? Denzel Washington. (laughs) Oh, Great actor. Rallies people around him. Um, King Kong ain't got shit on me. I, yeah, I think, that would be his halftime speech. Yeah. yeah. I think I think uh, Jamie Foxx would be a better Derwin James. I think okay. he'd bring a little bit more more of that kind of energy. Okay. But okay. but I I I respect or the Will Smith just out there smacking people. <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. You could do that. He does lay some Cleo. He's Cleo Mac. <laughs> just swim moves and bridge. <laughs> okay. I can get on board the with double that. Arm. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, who's our coach? Who's Coach Staley? Ooh, <laughs> Tom Cruise. I'm just going left field. I just like give us a Pacino. Give us a Pacino. Oh. We're, just, we're, just, we're remaking any given Sunday right now with a little bit of. <laughs> I didn't even realize <laughs> we just remade any given Sunday with Patrick Swayze. Oh man, ooh. Okay, uh, but we had Jamie Foxx on defense, so it's just it's any given <laughs> Sunday. It is, yeah. I uh, didn't think about that. <laughs> I might actually spend some time and cast this movie out. I might do that. <laughs> All right, and uh, if we could have a horror movie villain join the Chargers, 
Hmm. Who would it be? Hmm. I mean, the instinct ones. is like Jason because he's just, just he's a bruiser, built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Strength. Yeah. Hmm. Need a good hmm. answer for this. I mean, you could say what, what role are they going to play? Like, can they just up be to like you. a consultant yeah. that they can just go kill the other team before the game? Well, or actual player. I would say actual. I, I mean, you could or just coach. say, well, like they'll just kill the other team, huh? and that's like the same for every horror sure. movie villain. But I think if you want somebody to actually play in a position. I'm just trying you, to buy time. If you want a player, no, if you want a player to show up like at the right time when you really need them, uh, what mm-hmm. do you do? You call for him. Called Ghostbusters. No, you call for him. <laughs> Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. <laughs> he comes in when you need him the most. And he'll what, fuck What fuck is he coming up. in to do? Kill people. Because it can't be catch. He's only got one hand. <laughs> He's there to murder. Okay. <laughs> or Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, that's a good Beetlejuice one. Beetlejuice does have two hands. At <laughs> yeah. Least. Yeah. He's pretty. He's funny. That would that would align. Right. That would align. Like I didn't. That wasn't a good answer. I wish I'd have read this question and had some time to think about it. Sorry, <laughs> Jeeves. I let you down. <laughs> All right. Jeeves, great question, Adam. Do you have any other potential horror movie games? I mean, you're looking at Jason to be on the line. You know, either side, honestly. Uh, he might be kind of a the Joey Bosa type, right? Yeah, I think he's got that or Joey Trevor Bosa Pinning. or Trevor Penning. Um, I mean, you got Texas Chainsaw. You've, I mean, you Leatherface. If he's allowed to have a chainsaw, I think they can't really get around that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure, I wouldn't want to get if in on that. They're allowed to bring the weapon with them. Well, not I think even that. Yeah. If he's wearing a like a mask of like human flesh, like I don't want to. It's got a smell. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be good. I, I think I think Eckler could be a good like Freddy Kruegery vibe, like shorter. We'll just cut you up, kind of thing. Like sure, Ooh, quick, cut you up. I like yeah, that. Get in your head. Are you a running back? Are you a wide receiver? I don't know. I'm in your dreams. Something right. like that. I'm in your dreams. <laughs> You'll dream about me when this game's over. And I'll kill you there too. All right. All right. Well, welcome to the Horror Charger Chat Podcast. We knocked it out of the park there, (laughs) Jeeves. Thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Asphalt Fam. We appreciate it. And uh, that is going to do it for this episode. Next up is going to be post draft day. Bring it the heck on. How many times are you going to watch draft day, Kev? At least twice. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to put it on right now when we finish this. Get ready. Kevin. All right. Kevin Costner is the coach. What am I saying? <laughs> or he could be the GM. He could be the He's GM. Tommy T. Yeah. He's Tommy T. Kevin Costner. I like Love it. Love it. All right. Well, any other final thoughts or bold predictions, gentlemen? No. Let's go Jordan Davis, 17. Let's, let's fix this run defense and murder everyone. I've just given up on draft predictions. You guys know where I stand. <laughs> I'm excited. Kyle's going to be that. like a, a a phoenix. He's going to rise from the ashes as soon as the draft's over and have lots yeah, of things new to man. tell us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so excited to be looking, breaking down film. Oh, all yes. <laughs> all the things. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Thank you for showing up. And don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. One is the Dark Knight. He must have friends. One is a director. The matchup that everyone and their mother asked for. I'm uh, not sure why I'm here. This summer, 
Batman vs. Spielberg. Rated R. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.